about on the land, although a distinctly audible and irritating machinery hum issued from the barn. No road coming up from the north gate to the farm buildings. The nearest road, a one-way track, came up to the valley from the north, but ended at the gate beyond the blockhouse. A footpath with narrow indentations, apparently from a wheelbarrow, stretched from the gate to the farmhouse and barn. The valley's sides were steep farther up and in places almost craggy with brown rock outcroppings at the top on the far side. There was a similar rocky upthrust about a hundred feet to depose right. A few animal tracks wound their dusty ribbons through oak and madronia along the valley sides. The black rock of the tiny waterfall closed off the southern end where a thin cinnamon tracery of water spilled into the stream. To the north, the land undulated away out of the valley, widening into pasture meadows and occasional clumps of pine intermingled with oak and madronia. Cattle grazed in the far distance to the north, and although there were no fences immediately outside the farm's barrier, tall grass revealed that the cattle did not venture too near this valley. That, too, accorded with the reports. Having satisfied himself that the valley still matched its descriptions, Depot wriggled backward behind the crest, found a shaded patch beneath an oak. There he turned onto his back and brought his small knapsack into a position where he could explore its interior. He knew his clothing would blend well with the grass, but he still hesitated to sit up, preferring to wait and listen. The sack contained his binocular case, a well-thumbed copy of naming the birds at a glance, a good 35-millimeter camera with a long lens, two thin beef sandwiches wrapped in plastic, an orange, and a plastic bottle of warm water. He brought out a sandwich, lay for a moment staring up through the oak's branches, his pale gray eyes not really focused on anything in particular. Once he pulled at the black hairs protruding from his nostrils. This was an extremely odd situation. Here it was, mid-October, and the agency still had not been able to observe the farmers in that valley through an entire harvest. The crops had been harvested, however. That was obvious at a glance. Depot was not a farmer, but he thought he recognized the stubby remains of corn plantings, although the stalks had been removed. He wondered why they had cleared away the stalks. Other farms he had seen in the long drive to this valley were still littered with harvest remains. He wasn't sure, but he thought this was another default message in the valley that interested his agency so much. The uncertainty, the gap in his knowledge, bothered him, however, and he made a note to check on this. Did they burn the stalks? Presently, sensing no watchers around him, Depose sat up with his back against the oak's bowl, ate the sandwich, and drank some of the warm water. It was the first food he had allowed himself since before daylight. He decided to save the orange and other sandwich for later. It had been a long, slow approach to this vantage point from the place far back in the pines where he had concealed his bicycle. The van and the stakeout where he had left Timiena were another half-hour's bicycle ride beyond that. He had decided not to venture back before nightfall and knew he was going to be very hungry before he got back to the van. Not the first time on such a job. The peculiar nature of this case had become increasingly obvious the nearer he came to the farm. Well, he had been warned about that. 
Stubborn persistence had kept him pressing forward past the imaginary hunger line he knew he'd have to pass on the return. The countryside was much more open and empty of concealment than he'd expected from the aerial photos, although Porter's reports had made specific mention of this. Dupot had expected to approach from a different direction, however, and find his own cover. But there had been, finally, only the tall brown grass to conceal his stalking climb across a wide pasture-land and up to the hill. The sandwich finished and half his water gone, Dupot sealed the bottle, restored it and the rest of the food to his pack. For a moment he peered along his back trail to see if anyone had followed. There was no sign, but he couldn't put down an uneasy feeling that he was watched. The lowering sun was picking up his trail with a shadow line, too. No helping that. The crushed grass represented a track, and it could be traced.